3: are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Locked. 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 Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Laton Cowboys podcast. I am Marcus Mosier and he is Landon McCool. And today we're talking about Jerry Jones speaking to the media. We're also going to preview the uh, NFL championship games
1: this weekend. We've got a busy show for you guys today. But first, Landon, how
2: are you doing today, sir?
1: Doing well. You know, uh, we have got survived the snowstorm here in Los Angeles. It was in the 40s at one point. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I had to put on pants. I had to put a sweater on. <laughs> uh yeah so uh i'm you know it's it's been we got the nfl pa bowl coming up this weekend uh it's down the street at the rose bowl we've got senior bowl stuff coming on uh so we're fully in the draft swing and and obviously some big news coming out of cowboys land that we're going to discuss the uh the shrine game actually
2: kicks off practices today i believe their game is on tuesday Mm -hmm. um crazy crazy time for draft season um i bet you also didn't know that uh let him that you were offered other hosting jobs for Cowboys podcasts, but I did not let you go. I convinced you to stay, just like Jerry Jones said that he did with Dan Quinn. Um, he appeared yeah. on one hundred five point three
1: The Fan and said <laughs> that he convinced Quinn to stay. Do you believe him? Well, I, the best part of your and Jerry's plan was that the crux of it relied on you being uncertain about whether you were even. I can't. I can't yeah. carry on this analogy anymore. No, no the the whole, know. the whole, the whole thing about the whole little part of this that was like Jerry suggesting that him not giving a ringing endorsement to McCarthy had to do with strategy of, in bringing back Quinn, I would like somebody to, I would like to see the, you know, the Charlie from, uh, always sunny, like drawing the, you know, the, like the, the cords together, like yeah. a, like a beautiful mind or something like I would love to see exactly how that strategy works. And how that actually plays out. Uh yeah, I mean that whole phone call to me was a sales pitch, essentially. Like I I, I mean, more than anything else. I mean to, to the Cowboys fans, right? Like yeah. he he he's 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 calling up, he's like, listen, I I I had my I was angry, I had my moments with my anger, and then I decided just to bring everybody back that I could we could uh to to have them back in the building. You know, I I look. I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing whether whether or not he, you know, completely was on board with this from the beginning or not. All um, right, I, I'm going to ask you questions. Let's break this down. Yeah, let's break it down. Do you think
2: the the 49ers beating the Packers had any influence on his decision to bring McCarthy back?
1: That's a really good question. I I think it might. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of think it did too. I I think you know, like us. You know, it 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 changed – it reconceptualized the loss, you know, because – It's, it's like, not just a random wild
2: card team that you lost to in round one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's clearly a very good football team, you yeah. know, and, and, and it's, that's playing very well in the playoffs. So uh, that, that that is certainly okay. a possibility. But to, to uh, sit here and pretend like, you know, <laughs> this was the plan all along, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's the case. No, I, I, I just –
2: I wonder if that game against the Packers influenced some decisions. We'll never know. That's, that's um, fair. Do you think Dan Quinn was offered a job somewhere else? Yes, I do. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Not the Denver job. I, I think I think if the Broncos would have offered him that job, I think he would have taken it. My guess is he never got offered that job. Or they offered it to him a couple weeks ago, and he hadn't yeah. said
1: yes yet, and it yeah it got pulled. That's what, that's what I think happened, is that he got offered the job uh, at Denver – wasn't a hundred percent sure he wanted to, to pull the trigger yet was still probably being courted on in the background by Jerry. Uh, and during that process, uh, Hackett became uh, available to interview. They fell in love with the Hackett and they decided that's the route that they wanted to go. That's right. that's that, well, my guess. I have no insight. That, that's my guess as well.
2: Two different reports yesterday. Todd Archer said that um, because Dan Quinn is still under contract with the Falcons, uh, the Cowboys haven't had to pay him at all. He's just still getting paid by the Falcons. Mike Fisher reports that he got a substantial raise from the Cowboys. What do you believe?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, right. My guess both. is both. Yeah, right? I, I think Jerry took the savings for not having to pay a defensive coordinator last year and maybe paid him double this year. You know, yeah. the, the 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 funny thing about this is that it's being reported like. You know that Jerry said that that he's gonna he uh, a deal to make Dan Quinn the 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 coach for years to come. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, what? What are you talking about? Like, even if it, even if it was a deal for two or three years, that's fine. But I mean, like, all it takes is one more good year. I mean, this year he got offered head coaching jobs. If he does another job a year like this where we want him back, he's just gonna get more head coaching offers. So. You know, if he, doesn't, if, he, if he doesn't take a head coach job, then I guess he'll be the the the, the defensive coordinator for years. But I wouldn't, I, I would just caution Cowboys fans to, you know, set that expectation that that oh he signed a contract that yeah. means he's going to be here for years.
2: I've always felt like in the back of my head that Dan Quinn's going to end up being the next head coach in Seattle, and maybe he's just waiting for Pete Carroll to retire.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I really thought that the 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 Giants. I mean, going back, to that, I really thought the Giants' job was 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 one that he wanted. You know, just because... yeah. But okay, but look
2: look at that Giants situation there. You're up against the oh, cap yeah, with no sure. quarterback and you have a new GM. That's a rough start.
1: And you got a lot of money invested in a lot of not very good players. You know, I mean, beyond that, not having any cap space, the money that you do have invested is in mediocre player. And they just
2: fired Joe judge after
1: two seasons, right?
2: Like, I don't know if that's the most stable organization where I could see Seattle. Like he won a super bowl there. He's loved over there. That's a team. that's very patient with their head coach.
1: I don't know, Marcus. They, you know, they're clearly a very good franchise, the Giants, because as Jim Mara, or as as Mara said, uh, you know, uh, they 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 did a great job with Daniel Jones these last few years. Yeah. And, uh, oh no, wait, that's not at all what he said. Uh, he no, he said we did an awful. He's job. a terrible owner, and that they've got a terrible organization, and I could not agree more.
2: Maybe Dan Quinn just likes Dr Pepper more than medium Pepsis.
1: That's all boom large dr pepper whenever you want whenever son. you want no medium pepsi son come get these large dr peppers <laughs> some reason the giants
2: and you've seen the, the movie money ball before right yeah
1: of course yeah.
2: um the the scene in there where they have to pay for their own soda right uh, that's what i think about the giants organization is that they have to pay for it but uh yeah. that's for a different time uh all right we're uh we're gonna move on from from jerry speak because honestly landon I didn't get a lot out of it. It, it really There's not much, won. a
1: lot to get. It, it really was an announcement of stuff that had already been announced. So it was really just Jerry getting on the radio to pitch to Cowboys fans. Look how great this is. We're, we're bringing everybody back. Like this is what we everyone wanted, right? And it's like, well, it, it's a thing. And I, I'm not mad about it. Again, I'm not mad about any of this stuff. I think I have some hope there. It's, be- it's certainly better than the alternative where – yeah. You have just Mike McCarthy and no K- Kellen Moore and no Dan Quinn, but it, it is essentially just running back what you know was yeah. a good and then eventually disappointing season.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I want to talk about these championship games from this weekend, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Get Upside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every single gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Just uh, Some people are making up to $200, $300 a year just by using Get Upside and that money gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free get Upside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. We also want to tell you guys about BetOnline. We know there's be less football being played now, but BetOnline has way more stuff to bet on during the playoffs. You can bet on points scored, final outcome, player props, next coach fired, uh, who's going to land, let's say, the Raiders coaching job. And with the new year comes a new updated uh, website and a desktop site. And all you need to do to sign up today is use promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. And it's not just football. BetOnline's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports all right let's talk about this games this weekend um, yeah first and foremost what game are you looking forward to seeing the most
1: I mean I, it has to be the 49ers Rams game right I mean obviously as my wife and I have been telling everybody around town we are have have always been number one LA Rams fans uh, like like everybody in this town yeah we love our Rams you're, you're just uh, as diehard as everybody else is As everybody else in Los Angeles yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's uh, I, I think it's, I mean, obviously the intrigue is incredible there, right? I mean, the, these two teams just played each other. The Rams have you know problems beating the 49ers, mm-hmm. if, if you want to be kind to say that, uh, and demonstrate uh, losses or something like that. Yeah, right? I think that's right. Yeah, and 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 you know, on top of that, they're they're two very good teams now, it's in the playoffs. Um, and you know the, I mean, there's so many storylines. The the relationship between the head coaches, the obviously the the what one, very one sided nature of of the game. There's tons of superstars playing. It's it's kind of an interesting uh, style question, right? A oh, very yeah. top heavy kind of talented team versus a very scheme heavy kind of talented team um you know it's 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 got, to me it's got all the things that you want and kind of the uh intriguing championship game if your team's not involved right like yeah. a, a, a a rivalry a uh uh you know uh, personal relationships involved in, in in the two on the two sides so to me you know not even just you know schematically and and, and the way the, the way these two teams play uh, to me, it, everything about the storylines between these two teams uh, that makes the NFC Championship game. I think to me, the more the more interesting of the two. Plus, two of the
2: best dressed coaches in the NFL going against yeah. each other, Sean McFay and Kyle Shanahan. Poor Cliff Kingsbury, he just got to feel so left out right now, right?
1: Hell, he's sitting in, in his uh, on that on his couch in that in that house right now, uh, <laughs> watching his big screen. Yeah, probably watching Peacemaker like the rest of us. So, you know. <laughs> I'm catching know, Kratos, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: geez.
1: Yeah. He's only had, you know, 10 years. Uh, yeah. It's it, it, it feels like uh, this is one of those games where, you know, seven, the seven previous games uh, you could throw them out the window you I, know, I because agree. it's, it's the NFC championship game. Both teams are going to throw everything they've got at them. San Francisco. I mean, obviously their run to this game has been incredible uh through Dallas as well but it's also been physically tolling on them and and they're pretty beat up and so is it going to be are they going to be able to just make it through this game in order to kind of continue their march to the 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 Super Bowl you feel like if they can get through this game and win they get that extra week and then hopefully maybe they can get healthy uh for the Super Bowl but it's going to be a tall order for them to beat them an eighth time in a row with you know kind of the physical nature that they've been through the last few weeks
4: all
2: right let me pose this question to you um i pose this question uh the the chiefs i I would assume they're probably going to win in the afc Mm -hmm. who do you think the chiefs don't want to see between the rams and the 49ers
1: that's a good question Um... my
2: gut tells me it's probably they probably would rather play the 49ers just because i think they probably feel like the 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 Rams could go toe-to-toe with them, like, in a high-scoring game. But the Rams, I
1: mean, they match up well, really well. Or 49ers match up well, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Rams are very kind of – I mean, the talent is distributed differently, right? But as far as the way the teams are constructed, they're kind of similar in the sense that, like, they've got key high-end players at certain – at very key spots, right? Yeah. And then they're kind of just trying to fill out the rest of their roster as best they can. Whereas San Francisco, it feels like they've got talent, you know, a good, a strong level of talent in most places, uh, and and maybe don't have quite the, the the superstar talent that those other teams have. Right? Uh, I I tend to think that you're right that the San Francisco matchup might be, especially if they're able to get through and, and, and recover, get an extra week, if you get any, uh, San Francisco anywhere close to a kind of full strength, that may be just a very difficult yeah. matchup for Kansas City because of the reasons we talked about, being able to drop all those guys in coverage, being able to get home with pressure, rushing only four guys. Uh, I think with, with with the Rams, I mean, you clearly have those issues too because their defense is very good, but it just feels like the San Francisco defense is more opportunistic, is more reliable. Yep. Uh, and you know, forty. Obviously, the Rams' defense has got superstars that can make plays, but it just felt like there were times when, if Va- Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald and and Ramsey weren't making the play, then nobody really was. So uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, what about the Bengals Chiefs game? I, I, I yeah, feel the, like this
2: one has a chance to be a blowout.
1: I know. We we just kind of like roll past them unfortunately and that's yeah. and that's not fair to the Bengals. Uh, you know look for the Bengals, and, and i'm not like uh, i'm not shaming the Bengals at all but i mean you just have to be thrilled to be here honestly it's been so long since you've had any kind of level of success like this mm-hmm. you've got such a young team such a young coach such a young quarterback a, a core of really great players you know i i, I think they certainly aren't viewing it as you know, we've already won by being here. They're obviously trying to get to the Super Bowl and, and, and take it to the next level. But I also think that for, you know, a team like Kansas City, this is old hat. They're not going to go in nervous about any no, of this. not at all. Uh, you know, and Cincinnati kind of scraped by their last match. I, I think after the, what we saw from Kansas City last week, uh, it, it would be a really tall order for a team like Cincinnati, you know, a young team like this that is kind yeah. of not not in over their head, but but had a level of success that I think even they didn't anticipate uh, to kind of go in there and, and win the AFC championship. It, it a feels a little
2: team. bit like when the Chiefs first made the AFC Divisional or championship game with Mahomes in 2018, right? They were yeah, going against true. New England, who's been there how many times at that point, and it was Mahomes in his second year. It seemed like they were kind of happy to be there. And they almost stole that game. They almost won that game if D4 wasn't
1: offside. So I
2: think the Bengals are in a very similar situation to what the Chiefs were just a few years ago.
1: I agree. And I I think, you know, for the Bengals, even if it is a blowout, uh, there's absolutely – they're walking away. They should walk away from this season very proud of what they've accomplished and excited about the future because, you know, like I said, this is still an extremely young team. They've got their core players there for a while. Uh, and you've got a, a a quarterback wide receiver combo that is you know going to be in the conversation for the, the very best of, of that yep. combination next year. So are you going to go with Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl? <sighs> I think I am. I, you know, I, I, the 49ers are obviously the ones that I most expect to play spoiler for that. Yep. Uh, if they can pull that out, I mean – I don't know if I could pick the Chiefs over the 49ers yeah, simply because the 49ers are – if they can pull this out uh, the way that they're beat up and then they get two weeks to kind of rec- – or a week, this extra week to recover, it's hard to pick against the 49ers or just a, a playoff juggernaut at this point. So yeah. uh, it will be it will be a great game no matter – what. I, honestly, any combination of the Super Bowl of these four teams is going to have so. incredible storylines and it's going to be great.
2: The one that I don't want to see is Bengals-Rams because I think the Rams' pass rush would just destroy the Bengals. And, and I I don't think that's a good matchup. But
3: sure.
2: uh, uh, one thing that's really interesting that I've been thinking about, if we get a 49ers-Chiefs Super Bowl, I'm just going to read you some of the tight ends that have played in the Super Bowl over the last five or six years. So Kelsey Kittle this year. Last year was uh, Gronk Kelsey. The year before that, Kelsey Kittle – year before that we had Gronk the year before that we had Ertz and Gronk the year before that we had Gronk in the Super Bowl then it was Julius Thomas and uh uh I'm trying Greg Olson for the Panthers and then it was Gronk and Jimmy Graham and then it was Jimmy Graham and Julius Thomas like Man, I don't want to say tight ends are like what you, you need to have to make it to the Super Bowl, but it's very I, it's interesting
1: real, that hardly any of these teams have non-elite tight ends going into the Super Bowl game. Just real quick, Marcus, I'm on GoDaddy right now, and tight ends do yeah there is go. available Listen, if you're interested. I'm just saying, I
2: think I man, having an elite superstar tight end does feel like it gives you a big floor
1: floor on offense, right? I I mean I think having a good tight end is very very underrated and I think it doesn't get discussed enough because yeah. it's it's an incredibly difficult position to develop it's an incredibly difficult position to plan for these guys are all kind of slightly different you know and they all yeah. have kind of so, sort of different games uh, tight ends are what give defensive coordinators nightmares because it really kind of uh, more so defensive than wide coordin- receivers yeah yeah because defensive coordinators want to be want to make you one-dimensional and when you have a tight end on the field they can help you accomplish both running and passing the football uh, equally so i think tight ends are a very underrated part of the nfl game and another thing that the, the part of the reason that you don't see them as much or at least that they're harder to develop is because it's kind of disappeared a lot from the college game yeah um which i think is you know a. Uh, a uh, a problem for the the NFL. And they need to figure out a way to kind of better develop tight ends and stop taking our tight ends and using them. Like, we need to keep our own tight ends. Yeah. I think we should resign Schultz. I'm just going to say
2: that. Listen, I don't want to say that tight ends are the only thing that matter in the NFL, but – I think they matter. Um, I'm just afraid to type that into my Google search bar for what uh, my pop up side ins are <laughs> the
1: only thing that matter.com. Let me see if it's that, might, that, that might lead me to a bad site. Uh, all right, let's uh, take a
2: quick <laughs> break to tell you guys about Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It tastes even better than a candy bar. 100% covered in real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, but 17 grams of protein. Uh, they've got so many great flavors right now, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and so many more. And they're always coming up with new flavors. You can count on Built Bar to have one or two new flavors every single week that you're going to want to try out. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
3: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: All right, we've got a special little segment for you guys today. Uh, with some of the other hosts that are the, the championship round of the playoffs, uh, they put together a little uh, a segment for us that we're going to get into right now.
5: Championship Sunday is just days away, and we've got to punch two tickets to the Super Bowl. Who will serve as the reigning AFC and NFC champions for the year to come? We'll find out what each team still standing needs to do to earn a conference title on Lockdown Now NFL. biggest games.
3: The best performances. Expert analysis. You are locked on
5: now. are listening to Locked On Now NFL, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NFL hosts are here to look ahead to the NFC and AFC championship games. Let's start where these teams are trying to get to Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium. They will host the Super Bowl in two weeks, but first, the Rams have to host the 49ers for the NFC crown. The Biggest Game. San Francisco 49ers fans don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo will be their starting quarterback next season, but they do know that he'll be under center to try to win his second NFC Championship game in three years against the Rams on Sunday. With a chance to remain undefeated against the NFC in the postseason, our Locked On 49ers host says the key to a San Francisco victory is Jimmy G not making the big mistakes that could cost the Niners the whole game.
6: What's good, everybody? It's your boy, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker, and I am one half of the Locked On 49ers crew here to give you your 49ers main key to victory as they travel to Levi South and take on the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game. All right, I, I think this this game, it begins and ends with the play of Jimmy Garoppolo. And if I had to give just one main key victory here, it's Jimmy G, don't turn the ball over. And if you do, just limit it. So right now, 49ers, the way I see it, Jimmy G, one turnover. That's all we're giving you, just one. Anything more than that, it'd be trouble for the San Francisco 49ers. All right, so that's going to do it, man. I hope you guys appreciate that. Make sure you guys listen to our show as well, Locked On 49ers, the best show on the Locked On Network podcast. Let's go, 49ers, win this game this Sunday.
5: Matthew Stafford picked up his first playoff win just a couple of weeks ago, and now he's a win away from playing the biggest football game on the planet in the Rams' home stadium. Our Locked On Rams host tells you how L.A. gets the veteran QB to the Super Bowl he's chased for 12 whole seasons.
0: Hey, it's Travis Rogers from Locked on Rams. So here is the one key to victory this weekend for the Rams in the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. Remember when you used to play with matches as a kid and maybe you'd get away with it once in a while and a couple of weeks, months, years later, you realize how bad of an idea that was that you could have burned the whole house down? That was the Rams in Tampa against the Bucs they were playing with matches they turned it over way too many times four turnovers in that game somehow they escaped somehow they beat tom brady despite turning it over four different times if they're going to beat the niners they simply cannot do that they might be able to get away with one two is probably the end of the wrap and anything more than that it is absolutely not going to happen for you there You can check out more about the Los Angeles Rams on my podcast, Locked on Rams, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It is free and available on all platforms, your team every day.
5: The Kansas City Chiefs played the Cincinnati Bengals just a few weeks ago at the end of the regular season and since he won. So how do the Chiefs make sure that that doesn't happen again with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line? Our Locked on Chiefs says a combination of learning from the mistakes of that game and keeping the momentum going from last week will add up to a big win, but he has more on the details.
7: The AFC Championship game comes down to two things for the Kansas City Chiefs. Can Patrick, the Reaper Mahomes, continue his run as we saw against the Bills? And can the Chiefs defense and its staff learn its lessons from the last time they played the Cincinnati Bengals? I'm Ray Tracy from Locked On Chiefs, and that's what it comes down to. You saw an extraordinary effort by the offense, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, to not only get to overtime, but then win it. They don't need to do that. They have to avoid it, in fact, in order to get this win against a team that is nearly as explosive. On the other side, you have to be careful, if you're Steve Spagnuolo or anyone out there on the field, on the defensive side of the ball, to not overreact to what you saw the last time when Jamar Chase destroyed that secondary on a circus catch after circus catch. Tyron Matthew should be back and playing in this ballgame. That helps. You have to adjust, and you have to play over the top, and you have to try to take chase and limit him. Not take him away, because then you're debating, devoting too many other resources to that, and someone else is going to hurt you. I think they're going to play more zone. I think they have to back off and let Joe Mixon hurt them if he can. They'll live with that, and that will get them the win. For more on this game and your Chiefs, check out Locked On Chiefs. We're free on every platform. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
5: Joe Burrow took a beating last week as he fought his way into the AFC Championship game. And while Cincinnati does already have a win against Kansas City under its belt this season, our Locked On Bengals host says that the team can't get a second one if it doesn't keep its quarterback on his feet.
4: Will the Bengals take down the Chiefs on Sunday in Kansas City and advance to the Super Bowl? Hi again, everyone. I'm James Rapine of the Locked On Bengals podcast. And that is the question going into this epic AFC championship game between two teams that played each other this month. They played each other on January 2nd at Paul Brown Stadium. The Bengals came out victorious 34-31, to overcoming three different 14-point deficits. I expect Sunday to be a different story. The Bengals can't fall behind against this Chiefs team by two scores and expect a rally on the road. But the number one key, protect Joe Burrow. Burrow was sacked nine times last week against the Titans. He was hit 13 times. And, yeah, the offense had 19 points. Well, 19 points isn't going to cut it against Patrick Mahomes. The magic number, 40. If they can somehow get to 40, you feel good about their chances. How do they do that? They keep Joe Burrow upright. If they do that, he can distribute the ball to all of his weapons, including Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And the Bengals just might sneak in to the Super Bowl. For more, make sure you check out the free and the only Daily Bengals podcast, Locked On Bengals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
5: That's a wrap for us here. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the National Football League and your team, make your second listen Locked On NFL and your team's Locked On Podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now, Locked On your team every day.
2: All right, I'm fired up for the games this weekend. I'm excited
1: yeah i mean look i mean last week's games were fantastic i i feel like you know there's there's still four very good teams maybe yeah. the matchups aren't quite uh uh as uh juicy as they were previously because the division round always puts you know kind of similarly talented teams and, and usually by the time you reach the conference there's you know there may be one or two teams that are better so you might see some blowouts but it's all on the line like i said and and a team like the Bengals, uh who you would feel like maybe the kind of Uh, the team that may be facing a blowout against a really tough chiefs team. They're not going to go, they're not going to go down without a fight. So uh, it it should be exciting either way, these two games.
2: Yeah. So we'll be back on, uh, on the show on Monday. We'll talk about these games, any cowboy news that happens over the weekend and then Landon, it's time for senior bowl week, buddy. We're going to have weigh-ins on Monday. We've got practice starting Tuesday, Wednesday. will probably be our, be our first recap show uh, but a busy, busy week here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast. So make sure you're downloading wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Follow the show at Locked On Cowboys on Twitter. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the games. We'll see you guys right back here on Monday.
3: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.